Heidi, 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 hey, Heidi, hey, ho. Heidi, 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 ho. Heidi, 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 ho. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. What is that? What? That's from. Heidi, 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 ho. Heidi, 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 ho. Is that honest to God from? You tell me, man. I ain't gonna remember. Snow White. Snow White. Maybe. Heidi, 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 ho. No, I don't think so. It's from something. It's from. Now, you, is now, anybody the, listening the whole, yet? No. Is anybody listening yet? You just stumped me. Right. I'm completely like off. Heidi, 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 ho. Heidi, 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 ho. We got Heidi, 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 he. Welcome to the Heidi, Heidi, he. Welcome to the Candidate FA Training Podcast. Mm. We have a full house. My name's Kevin. On the live stream. <laughs> He's Kevin with an A. I'm Chad. We appreciate you for checking us out. Jungle Book. I don't think that's where I know it. Eh, maybe it is. Disney movie. I have no idea, yeah. dude. I honestly, I have no <sighs> idea. Well, welcome, everyone. This is fun. Sometimes it is. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you not entertained? I'm not entertained. Not. Um, Ed is back. Ed's a back? A lot of people are back. A so lot of people came have back? taken a couple of weeks off. All right. All right. I don't understand. Uh, I gotta fix my mic stand. Okay, we, we have plenty of time for that. I mean, <laughs> shenanigans have began already. Trying. All right, Snow White, Seven Dwarf is high hole, yeah. high hole. It's off to work we go. That is a great call, Hannah. Yeah. All right. Whatever. That's why I'm gonna, this is, I'm this gonna is figure a it out. Podcast about athletic training, not about cartoon songs. No, Abby said Jungle Book. Hi. Disney movie. Yeah. Hi. I also hi. think it's. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. I'll figure it out. Scott was on vacation. He's back. Everyone's back. Hi, Scott. Well, we got a Jonathan, fun show. Jonathan Garrick. We hope that everybody had a fantastic Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. How was your Father's Day? You're a father. I am. What'd you guys do? Uh, we went and visited my dad. Nice. We just grilled out for like a late lunch. It was actually... Generational? Yeah. It was one of the... Um, I'm going to be honest Sometimes when I go eat with my folks, <laughs> my, my parents are the most what? basic people in the world. Like I will go out there, we'll just have turkey sandwiches, whatever. It's not, it's never anything fancy. Okay. We just grilled out some chicken, grilled out some chicken, had some potatoes. <laughs> we just grilled out, and it was one of the best meals we've had at my parents' house. Uh, it was good, and then we played a game. We got a game with Katanen. Sour. Oh, me too. I got three games of Katanen. Yeah, we just got one. Oh, gosh. Oh, Hannah. Eyes and hoes. Um, where are we? We're on. We're, we're past Father's Day. We are on to VNATA. Oh, oh sorry. V-N-A-T-A. V-N-A-T-A. Some people don't like NADA. That's like, that's a, it's. Why not? V-N-A. I remember Jeremy calling us out on that. Yeah, N-A-T-A. N-A-T-A. V-N-A-T-A this week. So um, difficult. So if you are listening to this on traditional podcast platform, VNATA has already happened. It's true. Uh, I think it still goes on, though. Doesn't it, like, last for months on end? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you register, I think some of the continued education, the on-demand stuff, you can get for several gotcha. weeks afterwards. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to have a show dedicated. We're going to have a few segments yeah, talking about this virtual 
NATA format. Last year was the first year they had it. It was a last-minute decision to switch. Uh, we've had a whole year of the virtual Zoom and Team and all those kind of platforms, so <clears throat> um, it might have gotten cleaned up this year, but we will we'll kind of get into that a little bit. Um, so that's out there. Um, we have also... Um, we were on the AT Corner podcast with what? Sandra and when? Randy Harris. I wasn't there. It was, We recorded it last week. It came out June 21st. So if you're listening to this, it is available. If you need more Kevin and you need more Chad in your <laughs> life, go check them out. They do a great job. They do. They Their show, is. they've been doing it since August of 2020. Uh, I think they do two shows a week. One is usually a more of a story format. And then the other episode each week might be more of an educational. So we were the educational? Yeah, we definitely educated. We were definitely the educational side. I wonder what they're going to have for stories. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. So we talked all things baseball. We did talk a lot of baseball. So it was a lot fun. of baseball. It was, it was our first time meeting them. It was great. It was awesome, um, actually. So go ahead and check that out. Please. On any podcast platform that you'd like. Yes, 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 yes. I got to say. Yeah. I have it written down here. Mm. Kevin farted. What? When? And this is this is this is not going to mean anything to anybody <laughs> other than I've known Kevin for fourteen years, and this is probably the first. This is actually honestly the first time I've ever heard the man fart. I mean, I don't fart very often. <laughs> he doesn't fart in front of people. It's like I actually don't. You've actually said that on th- this podcast before. Yeah. So, fifteen minutes ago, while we're setting up, I'm like. Did you just fart? And he said, "Yeah." And I'm. It was. It's like a. Le- it's like a moment. I mean, it's like it's we all like, have our moments. It was kind of like Saturday night when I was up late watching the Bucks eke out a game seven overtime win over the Nets. It's like one of those moments where you're going to remember where you were. I'm going to remember the first time I heard you fart. People can't see it, but I'm wearing a Bucks shirt. I'm right so freaking pumped about the Bucks. Go Bucks. Bucks and seven. I don't allow myself to do the fandom thing very often. That's really the only thing I do. Bucks and Packers. I will get really excited. That, that's it. That's it. So the fact the Bucks are going to win the NBA championship. I'm yeah, calling it out. I'm calling it. And if they do, listen. If they win, when they win, fuck it. When they win, I want to give away a membership just because I'm going to be so friggin' happy. Fuck it. Mine as well. Yeah. So. We want to turn everybody out there into Bucks fans. How are we going to do that, though? Just pick a Who random cares? person? We'll figure it out oh, after okay. they win. We'll give away a membership. How about, how about the the non... Well, any person that's not a live member <laughs> that can <laughs> properly... Non-members get everything. That's what the members are saying. How right could now. we... How, we could randomly call somebody, and if they can, if they can spell Giannis Antetokounmpo, then they get a free membership. Without looking it up? Mm-hmm. Could you do it? No, not at all. I could spell Giannis, not Antetokounmpo. No, absolutely not. There's a chance I could. There's a definitely a chance I wouldn't. I can say it, and that's about uh, it. You know what? I probably couldn't. Um, so they're going to win. They are going to win. Bucks and six. And seven. Sometime, and we're going to friggin' sometimes. We're going to party. Yeah, we are. We're going to celebrate. I can't wait till they're in the finals. I know. It's going to be amazing. Um. So where are we you know, right now? Yeah, I was going to say, you know who else, who else is a huge Bucks fan is Ryan, the owner yeah. of Brew Fitness MKE, which is where we're recording. You can see it the, oh, everywhere around us. All the equipment. Everywhere. 
So um, all these kettlebells behind my head. He's probably all going. These he's probably going to some of the games here. I'd imagine. I don't know. He's busy opening a second gym. Apparently. So if you ever find yourself in Milwaukee, want to get your sweat on? Yeah, definitely come to brew for this MKE. Mm. So mm. you might uh, see me or Chad. You'll probably see Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you might see our wives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. What else we got? We've got the official sponsor of the show. Who is that? Healthy Roster, who I know is going to be at the the VNATA. So if you're a live streamer and you want to... In fact, if you are a live streamer and you're going to be at VNATA... Oh, my God. How did I do that? I don't know. That was cool. That um, was cool. Just, just your face. Yeah. Uh, um, if you're going to be... If you're on the live stream yeah. and you're at VNATA, please go to their booth... Please go and tell them booth. that you appreciate them because of what they've done for us. Because just none of hi. it would be possible. This live stream is not possible without them. So Listen just go the, say hi. So That's we, all we ask. It was two years ago at this time that we just randomly went up to that booth and struck a conversation with these healthy roster guys. And now, you know, we're the three best friends that Anyone anybody's had. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Friends? I mean, so... So would they be... Well, they can't be Alan. So who would be? I'm pretty sure we're Alan. Well, which one of us? So, <laughs> Well, I guess I, I'm Alan. Because of the beard. Beard. Yeah, you're Alan because of the beard. I tend to try to get other people drunk. So then healthy roster would be who, Bradley Cooper? I don't no. know. It depends on if we've trapped Dan on top of a hotel anytime soon. Well, no, because the three best friends were Stu, Alan, and... I forgot the, who else. Who, who Stu, Allen. Who, who is Bradley Cooper's? Uh, what is his name? I don't remember. We, did, we just did this. Either fat. way. It yeah. doesn't matter. I think. I I'll gotta, take Allen. I I'll be, totally take Allen. You, you can't trust me. Yeah. W- worth a lick. I'm the one that's going to definitely spike all your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I fudged up. I fudged up. Rufalin. Rufalin. <laughs> Anyways, I'll be your Doug. Phil, Phil, thank you, mm. Scott. Phil. So my you. Phil or my Stu? Well, you're. Well, Dan's got to be Phil. Dan's got to be Phil with that flow think, on top I of his head. Dan's, yeah, I, I think Dan's Phil. So I'm Stu. <laughs> you're definitely Stu. Er. Knock out one of those teeth. Yeah, that's fine. Make some bad decisions. Maybe marry a stripper. It'd be awesome. I mean, it wouldn't be the. F- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> It's not what? out of the realm of possibilities yeah. for me to do something. Absolutely. Hey, you want one of these? Yeah, I'll do a fortune cookie. Yeah, do one of those real quick. Let, then read it to me. All we'll right. See, we'll see what happens. Are we starting this show with that? Almost. I mean, like, I think we should still do it in the intro. Okay. I mean, just, you know, be aware. Check out CanadaAthleticTraining.com. You can find some new gear on there. We got some new tank tops. We Ling, still got lots of Ma Ling shoe. Ma Ling shoe is potato. Ma, potato. Great mm. things happen when... Men and mountains meet. Great things happen when you go to CanadaAthleticTraining.com and get yeah. yourself a membership. Yeah. Get yourself 20% off the store if you get that full Johnson. And then if you're like our good friend Dylan Campbell and you want the whole shebang and you want ownership of an entire episode and you can interview us, you can just co-host with us, you can do whatever, but you're going to plan it, get that whole shebang. Paging Dr. Blank. Hennaberry. Paging Dr. Hennaberry. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, let's start this show. You got it. That was very kind of you. The problem is the microphones are too good and they pick up all the sounds. These amazing microphones. What do you got over there? I know, I'm working on it. Because you're going to pick where we start. All right. Well, in honor of the fortune cookies, we're going to start with the food topic because we always have a food topic here. Um, we're going to do our top five. Does it say anything good? For light, go directly to the source of the light, not any reflections. Well, that's great unless you don't know where the source of the light is. I mean. How are you? Never mind. I don't know how to. I can't say for light, go directly to the source of the light, not any reflections in bed. Well, in bed. I don't know if that one works. Does that one work? What's the other thing everybody says? There's in bed and then there's another one. Can't remember what it is. I don't know. Me neither. So what do you want to do top five? Yeah, top five. We we pulled 100. 100 athletic trainers. Athletic trainers. We asked them the following question, Kevin. And I want you to give me the top five responses. You've been what we have given them what the ability to order food to be oh. delivered to them at work okay once a day. The caveat is you have to order the same thing every day. Okay, what are you ordering? All right, I'm ordering Chipotle in my pants, <laughs> Jimmy John's in my pants. <laughs> Chick-fil-A in my pants, Popeye's in my pants, and I'm going to say Toppers because I think it's the only nationwide that's not Pizza Hut or Little Caesars or Domino's, but I, I meant pizza. Is Toppers nationwide? I think so. Honestly, God. It, you I guys let it us know. just local. No, I'm pretty sure can you say, nationwide. Can you say Popeye's in my pants again? Popeye's in my pants. It sounds like a great song. The rap song. For light, go directly to the source of the light. Not pants. any reflections in my pants. That one might work. Thank you, Hannah. Great things happen when men and mountains meet in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hannah's never heard of Toppers. <laughs> there's no? I think oh. Toppers is literally just a Wisconsin. I think there's Yeah. I think you're I think you're lying to me. No, nope. had toppers in other countries. Three other of our live streamers have said they've never heard of it before. Three of our live streamers live <laughs> in weird states. Four. God damn it! In fact, if you're on the live stream, God damn and it. you're not named Nate, <laughs> please tell me if you have. I know God Nate's not on, but he's. What the hell is Toppers? It's just really? a local pizza joint. It is not. It's like all in college towns. It's super cheap. I remember back in the '90s when I was in college, just getting like. Breadsticks late at night, cheesy breadsticks. That's that's what you did Thursday night. You went out to party. You came back um, to your living facility. You ordered a triple order of breadsticks at like one thirty in the morning, and you got just cheesy breadsticks with either ranch marinara or whatever. Um, I got I got one in Minnesota. Minnesota. One. <laughs> yeah. I got two in Minnesota. Okay. Three in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, because that's... Indi- Indianapolis. Really? That's yeah. fun. All right. Well, it's mostly Wisconsin thing. Uh, apparently, it's, at, <laughs> I mean, at best, the Midwest. Thing. Uh, Probably like a DP doe, yeah. Ohio, Cincinnati. 
Yeah, most likely oh. Kevin Joyce is, is Omaha, asking Nebraska. if it's like DP Doe, and I would say South Dakota. Oh, Kansas, Kelly Lowry Kansas. Yeah, three a.m. She's been there. Virginia. Okay, so North the, Carolina. So North there are Carolina, a few. Uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm, Texas. All right. So, so it's, it's not like, nationwide. It's, it's like not nationwide. twelve states. There, yes, yeah. All right. So give me your rundown again. I got sidetracked with. Sorry. Me. Do you, you want said, me to say in my pants again? It, not in my pants. Oh, okay. Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. Chipotle. Jimmy John's. Yep. Chick Fil A. Popeyes. Toppers, other or otherwise known as pizza. Pizza. Okay. Um, this one was a little <laughs> all over the place here. Hannah, you're never too old for beer pitchers and pizza, all right? Maybe just not 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm too old for 2 a.m. Uh, okay, in fifth place with four responses, yeah. um, we had Chick-fil-A. Nice. In fact, somebody just wrote Chick-fil-A fries, but I just threw it in there. Sure. Why not? Waffle fries, baby. Do you like Chick-fil-A? I do. Do you like their waffle fries? Yes. Have you ever had Zaxby's? Yes. I had Zaxby's for the first time. Did you? And what did you think? The last weekend I was in, we were in our conference tournament. So I was okay. there for four or five days and, and it was there was one within walking distance. I think I had it three times in five days. Low key, I think I like Zaxby's more than I like Chick-fil-A. That's fine. You can, I'm, that's that's now, not a hot it's take. it's just breaded chicken, but yeah. it was fantastic. Um, so The, the breading was... If you if you live in the South, I mean, there's Chick Fil A, Zaxby's, Bojangles, Bojangles, yep, and then there's Popeyes, I think, Mm -hmm. and it's like those four dominate the South, and it's you're you're one or the other. I'm right now. Well, I like Chick Fil A because you can get a grilled chicken, you can do something sort of healthy. Sure, but man, I was really blown away by the. I remember f- somebody telling me Zaxby's chicken tenders are the best thing that you'll ever put in your mouth. Zaxby's chicken tenders? Yeah. yeah they're, they were they're right up there. And I remember having them, and I'm like, these are just good chicken tenders. Like, okay, cool. Zaxby's sauce is what makes Zaxby's so good. And it is. I've it heard is that. Good, yeah. So, all right. So, uh, Chick-fil-A was fifth place. Then we had a three-way tie for second place. Yeah. And this is where people got generic. Uh, we had sandwiches. Sandwiches. Sandwich. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Which, which I have a, I have a, I've got a question. Okay. Is coming this- off of this. But we'll get there in one second. All right. I'll tell you the answer. Six people said sandwiches. Okay. Six people said tacos. Tacos. Which I think is. Delivered? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great way to do it. I don't know if I want a taco delivered. Really? Yeah. All right. And six people Burrito. said six people said pizza. Um, and then first place, fourteen people don't know how to answer the question. <laughs> and this is first place. They said coffee. I'm like, what oh. part of coffee is food? Um No. It's calories. I'm sorry. It doesn't it doesn't count. What if it's got so fourteen people said coffee, they want their coffee delivered. Which, fine, if we would have said if you could have anything delivered, but it specifically said food. So I don't understand why 14 people said coffee. And I knew, I thought actually you were going to say it. No. I think people just think about what do you want in in the 
throughout your day, that's, you that's to going learn. to get yeah. you through it. Yeah. I understand. But the thing is, with a coffee, and somebody said Mountain Dew, and like we had some beverages, you can have a beverage and continue to work. The thing about food that's so interesting yeah, in, with athletic training is we don't ever get to eat it. So if that delivery side of it hopefully makes it convenient enough where you can actually eat the food because a lot of times you just don't get to eat. Um, so the question I had yeah. is we had a bunch of people say sandwiches and we had a bunch of people say subs. Sub sandwiches. And so, yeah. And then I said, our subs and sandwiches, should, should they be considered the same thing? And I physically wrote it down as a side, like I, I circled it. So I would bring that up. Our subs and sandwiches, they got to be different, right? Nope. You consider them the same thing. Yeah, it's a sub sandwich. But a sub. Yeah. But you what, can get a sandwich. Different? You can get a sandwich that's not a sub. You can, and the only the only difference is the shape of the bread. I would say. Okay, so they're different. And I would even say <laughs> so they're different. I would even say that a sandwich could be, even like, um, not bread. Like meaning, like you could have a a wrap, a wrap, a wrap sandwich. No, you can't have a wrap sandwich. <laughs> We're so f- stupid. The English language is so stupid. No, I think I think all subs are sandwiches, but not all sandwiches are subs. Correct. So I I definitely would say that you have to count all subs in the sandwich category, but not all sandwiches as the sub category, because I I might want a ham sandwich. Which would you prefer, a sub or a sandwich? While I'm working, a sub. Like as an athletic trainer, while I'm working, a sub. I think I want a sandwich. It's a little to me. It's a little more. Okay, what about the panini? I like paninis. Or like a melt, a melt I sandwich. Love me a melt. I would rather have that than a sub. I okay. Would you rather have a hot sandwich or would you or a hot sub? Either one. I would rather cold. have hot food. I would much rather have hot food. I want melted cheese on something. Yeah. Like, or I want we're, my, we're I want my meat, I want my meat warm. <laughs> yes, I want that do. meat warm. <laughs> That's what she said. And saying. actually like, and I think a, uh, a warm sandwich that has been cooled down tastes better than a cold sandwich. Meaning always yeah. cold. Fair enough. Uh and I don't know what to do. I mean, like, and then there's all the debate of sub sandwiches versus apparently Hannah, Hannah has, Sammy's, and then there's like, what are the hoagies? Well, Kevin I mean, Joyce just said hoagies and grinders. Ah, grinders, grinders. Ah, oh, those mm. grinders. That's like an app for. Other I mean, things. Right? Is it basically just? Yeah, it's a grind. Yeah. Um, there I, was a huge debate on pizza, by the way. I know. I missed. Section. I missed it. We're gonna. Let, I'm gonna let go. Let it go, man. Just let it go. <laughs> um. So I started a couple other things here. Yeah. Two people said Cheez Its. Can you get those delivered? delivered? Yeah. Like, why don't you? Just well, there put was those a lot. There was a lot of grocery items getting delivered. I was like, "Wait, really? Is this Instacart?" Like, give me something. Give me something from a grocery store. Twizzlers. Okay. Fruit roll-ups. Okay. Skittles. Okay. Um, protein bar. Eh, that's eh. You already have protein you, bars there. Would you call somebody to get your protein bars delivered? I guarantee you can. It, most athletic trainers can find a protein bar somewhere in their facility. Uh, what else do we have here? Anybody say something weird like fajitas? Oh, 
Can imagine That's, that. Be like, hey, y'all, hang on. I got to put my fajitas together. Something sizzling, and I got to sit down. Yeah. Everybody that's, and that's everybody's legit. gonna look. Everybody look at me because there's something sizzling walking through this area. All right, I got another debate coming off of this. Sloppy Joe, what? um, what's your debate? Burrito or burrito bowl? What's better? I'm a burrito. I I I've tried the burrito bowl thing. I this is the only thing I would say. If you're at Chipotle or Qdoba or other places, I do think you get more in a burrito bowl. So. If you're somebody that is just worried about best bang for your buck, I bet you... A volume play. Yeah. If, if you want the volume play, go for the burrito bowl. Quantity over but quality. I am, I, there's always something missing when I get a burrito bowl and not the burrito. Really? Yeah. I See, I prefer the bowl. I know, but you don't... The like, fl- I just don't... I actually... I think, honestly, what it is is I'm not a huge fan fan of flour tortillas yeah, i just prefer not. a corn tortilla yeah. if they had a corn tortilla i know but a corn tortilla burrito would it would just fall apart correct like there's no chance <laughs> stands no chance stands no chance the flour so, ones fall apart. so i'm gonna go with the bowl but i thought that was i mean a couple people said bowls a couple people said burritos somebody said uh okay how about this the like person a- that won my heart oh chips and queso that's what I would say. If I could get one thing every single day over and over and over again and never get sick of it, to me, it's chips and queso. That really is your jam. A hundred percent. That is so your jam. And like you said, you think a, a, a hot sub cooled down yeah. is good. You like I'm fine cool, with... You like cool queso? Cold queso? Yeah, fine. I'm fine too. with it. I'm, 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 so, I'm so in agreement there. Yeah. Um, okay, we had a couple donuts... Uh, oh, how about uh, PB and J's getting delivered? Peanut butter pretzels, sour skittles. Peanut butter pretzels. Two people said steak. Now that's the way we should live. Hey, I'm taking that fillet at twelve thirty every day. Could you imagine having a steak every day? Which, by the way, that did you have awesome. steak? You had steak at my wedding, right? I did. Yeah. Did you want the steak? Yes. Okay. If, um. Yeah, if I go to a wedding more often than not, I'm like, I'll do the I'll do the red meat option. I almost gave, I, don't... I almost gave Julie the steak. What do you mean? Oh, because she just like for the last year, yeah, she's been like, oh, I like meat, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna give you some meat then. Yeah, my wife's no longer a vegetarian. <laughs> Ever since she got pregnant, yeah, she had food, she had food cravings. Yeah, she started eating meat once she got pregnant, and she's never gone back. And it's, honest to God, it's the best thing that has happened to us because now it's easier to cook because yeah. you can just cook. That's just one thing. Um, but no, she actually ended up getting the chicken. Okay. Um, Which I'm sure it was good. Yeah. That was, I haven't, that, that was a, a good, the damn good steak. I bet. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know. Oh, chocolate frosted donut came up. Oh. Starbucks, strawberry, acai, refresher. Damn, people got... Oh, a couple blizzards from uh, Dairy Queen. Okay, every day? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So it was I'm a glad bit... some people went like very specific. Yes. That's and not kinda, just yeah. Chick-fil-A. Grilled mahi-mahi tacos. Oh, <laughs> and then, all right. Okay, sushi made... Somebody says sushi. I could get down on that. I think sushi is actually the perfect work food. The perfect work food. Why? One... It's got a, a it's well balanced. 
It's got a carbohydrate. It's got some vegetables in there and probably right. has a protein. Okay. It's already like raw fish. It can be raw fish or it could be cooked fish, but whatever. Even if it just sits there while you're working and you have a, it's like snackable. You could have, it is snackable. You could have three bites in five minutes and then somebody comes in and you go back 25 minutes later and have the other half of your sushi roll. You're not going to know the difference because it's still the same. I couldn't have sushi every day. You couldn't? No. Mm. Could not have sushi every day. I think sushi is, would be an underrated work food though. Like, I, I agree with, no, I totally agree with you that like, that is actually a pretty darn good, like if you just had a plate of sushi in your <coughs> office mm-hmm. and you just went back there and like crushed like two to three pieces at a, at a time. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid lunch. <laughs> Abby Denon eats four DQ blizzards a week during what? the school year. That is awesome. Wow. Good for you. That is great, Abby. What's your favorite one? I haven't had a DQ blizzard in a long time. I mean, I'm just because we Oreo. have we have Culver's here. We have Culver's. Culver's has There's kind not... of taken over DQ. I yeah. mean, when I, when I grew up, DQ was the only game in Correct. town. It was great, but now Correct. we Culver's and all sorts of fun ice cream places yeah. here in Wisconsin. So custard, custard, frozen custard. This is milk. This is a milk state. That it is. Oh, so you add, you were the one that said the Snickers blizzard on this. Okay. Because there was sure. a, Snickers, a Snickers blizzard and then just a regular blizzard, and I lumped them together. I believe it. All right, we're going to talk food all night if we don't move on. So let's move on. Pick what? a topic, Kevin. Um, <laughs> that was actually a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> let's go to the fat. Let's go fat. Okay, let's keep rolling with the inanimate objects here. Uh-huh. All right, simple one. Who makes a better... Athletic trainer, shampoo or conditioner. Shampoo is better. I leave the hair. I clean the hair. No conditioner is better. I leave the hair feeling silky and smooth. Oh, Uh, gosh. Is that Billy Madison? Yeah. Or is that? I can can never remember Billy Madison, Big Daddy. I I can't remember which ones. Happy, uh, Happy Gilmore, I kind of know compared to the other ones, but. Yeah, it's Billy Madison. Adam Sandler's the same in every movie. Um, okay. What do you got? Shampoo or conditioner? Well, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you shampoo your hair every day? No. You got, you got short hair. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I heard you're not supposed to. So, And that's that's my question. I mean, I think... I think I, I go on like an every other... Every other day. Every other? Do you condition your hair? Yep. Yeah? Not every day. Okay. Would you ever condition your hair without using shampoo? I heard you should. You should? I, I heard you like should like I've never heard it. that. Really? Like just get in there and get it wet and go for it? Ah, oh, that's actually interesting. That's really interesting. Because it would make some sense. But at the same point, I thought the reason you're not supposed to shampoo your hair is because you're supposed to give it a break from chemicals. You're supposed to allow the natural oils to keep your hair healthy. Well, uh, is a conditioner a natural oil? No, I think the conditioner doesn't sap like the oil from your hair. That's why it leaves it silky and smooth. I'm, I'm, I'm learning things here. I think. I don't, I don't really know. I, I promise you. So that's hearsay. Maybe. Yeah. It's hearsay for me, though. Okay. So you don't shampoo every day, obviously. I don't do- shampoo every day. 
but most days. Okay. okay. I probably do it more often than I'm supposed to. I remember during quarantine trying to like not, I, I tried the old, I tried two things. I tried not washing my hair for as long as I could. And I tried not wearing deodorant for as long as I could. I haven't worn deodorant for months. No way. That's interesting. I didn't know that about you. I ah. ha- it's been, I actually probably think it's been a year. Interesting. And maybe it's my non-sense of smell. Yeah, but you don't stink. Normally, normal. I mean, no offense to people that don't wear deodorant. Yeah. Like you usually smell bo. Yeah. And here's this is what I tried doing during quarantine is I tried going as long as I could without wearing deodorant, and I went through a phase of like holy crap, <laughs> like I'm glad I'm not leaving my house today. <laughs> like okay. this is pretty bad, and I'm glad that that person is guaranteed to marry me because <laughs> I don't think anybody else would. Um, same thing with my hair. Like it was kind of like, I I don't know if I agree with this. You got to I mean, you must have to go weeks on end without putting chemicals on your body or like, I guess in your armpit. I, I rely on my wife to tell me when. Well, yeah, you can't smell. I'm foul. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly. Huh? Kelly at, um, that I work that we, Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Clemens. Yeah. My office mate. She will tell me also if I stink. Sure. She's the only like other person who. Did you ever get offended? Like, like when you were early, like early on in your life and you were like, oh. I mean, I just say be like, sorry, I don't have a sense of smell. So I didn't know I'll go do something about it. I mean, I seriously, what, how am I supposed to know? Well, yeah, I know. That's why like, I'm, that's what I'm wondering like, if you ever got offended. It's like if someone got offended, if a visually impaired person bumped into them and be like, Hey, Whoa, sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't know, you know? Um, so I think <laughs> microaggressions, Kevin Joyce, I shave my head. I feel triggered right now. <laughs> uh, well, but what do you shave your head with? Like shaving cream? I know a lot of people shave their head with conditioner. It's a very common thing to shave with. Okay. Um, okay. So, so, okay. So shampoo. All right. Very lathering. So you got the suds, right? And to me, like, it's a cleaner, right? It it feels like it it cleans your hair. Okay. Um, It is also, uh, to me, I, I, I think more people shampoo more often than they do condition. I really do. I think what you're supposed to do is one thing, but I think most people actually wash their hair every day with shampoo. Um, I think shampoos tend to be um, not as I, I uh, like the aroma, like uh, aroma, like there there tends to be just like more clean scents and then like conditioners tend to be more like leaving your hair smelling fruity or like good or like, I don't know. I sure as hell trust shampoo more than I trust sh- conditioner. I'll just, okay. Yeah. Like I feel like when I, sometimes when I condition, I'm like, is this doing anything or is this just BS? Is this just like, is this just like the extra thing? 
the add-on thing that the that Procter and Gamble needs to sell me that I don't really need. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like if I'm putting shampoo in my hair, I I know that I'm getting something done. With conditioner, I'm like, I don't know. Is this really? You just have it, such short hair. Nobody ever gets to the, see it. But yeah. like, so, um, I'm gonna make some comments here, based on other people's comments. Um, definitely shave butter from Dollar Shave Club. I shave my face with that. It's pretty awesome. Okay. So use that, people. Um, I'm just trying to get a sponsorship from Dollar Shave yeah, Club because yeah, that would be awesome. Well, I'll, we'll look into it. Yeah. Um, now, Packers. when I Packers, oh, Packers. Green, and, green and yellow people, um, Packers. The different, like, so I used to not condition my hair ever. And then probably over the last, like, two years, I started conditioning my hair. And there's a significant difference when I actually condition my hair and how soft it is and then how, like, it lasts throughout the day. Because my the top of my head is a little bit longer. Um, When you have really short hair, it just doesn't matter. It, mm-hmm. it really just doesn't matter. All right. Somebody could prove me wrong, but I have no idea. There's, now, there's a point in the shampoo favor. So, I think... I think shampoo being a little bit more of the harsh, being a little bit more of the cleaner, being a little bit more of the getting the job done mm-hmm. um, is a little bit better of an athletic trainer. I think this, the conditioner is that, I mean, it's long, it's kind of long lasting. It's meant to keep the hair Conditioned. I mean, in the na- <laughs> I mean, in the freaking name of it, right? Strength and conditioning. So strength maybe, and conditioner so, special. So maybe, maybe strength conditioning people are more like conditioner. So, but I keep them soft. I feel like supple. Tell me if you agree with this statement. If you put the same size dollop or whatever you want to call it of yeah. shampoo, yeah, and conditioner, the same size. Let's just say a quarter. Which one's going to go further on your head? Um, Because I feel like... It's a better question for somebody that has actual long hair. All right. I feel like... My... uh, Yeah, keep going. I feel like shampoo... Like, I can get through... I can shampoo. It lathers. It like... You're going to get more coverage with shampoo. You're going to get less coverage. I feel like I got to put a lot more conditioner in to cover... To get the coverage that I could with shampoo. So I'm going, I'm 100% on team shampoo here. And I will say in, in my personal, <laughs> this is such a weird my fat. personal life. <laughs> this is such a weird fat. This is great. I probably use the same dollop for both. Actually, I probably use less conditioner because I, I mean, it's, I also like shampoo my beard and stuff too. I don't condition my beard. Um, it's more universal. There is. I mean, that's a and good again, point. That's a good again, point. Conditioner's got its strengths too. I mean, it's it's pretty good, smooth applicator. Yeah. <laughs> As we've known from other people, um, I do think shampoo is a little bit more like an athletic trainer. Does anybody on the live stream got gonna answer this? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I think I, I heard a couple shampoos. Or is conditioner going to make the better athletic trainer? Do I we have any comments here? We got a couple. 
all we got is <laughs> the use the usage we got usage. habits. So ah. I'm saying shampoo. That's where I'm going. We can put it up. Let's put it up on the on the poll here too. Wow. And we'll give you the results next next episode. Maybe. Uh, while they're typing in their answers, want to move on? You got any fun shampoo or conditioner stories before we <clears throat> move on, or no? Not that are appropriate for air, but you know. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> sour. Sugar. It's sour. Sugar. Throat. Okay, then let's move on. We can always come back to that. You want to do a uh, friend or foe, or you want to do FMK? Um. Friend or foe? We're talking about it. Friend or foe? Oh yeah, this is this is the best way to go because this is going to lead us into the the uh, VNATA section Vanata. of our the Venata. Sounds like a body part. I hurt sounds, my Venata yesterday. Sounds like a disease. Yeah, my Venata is acting up again. <laughs> I got that Venata. <laughs> uh, okay, simple. Friend or foe? Yeah. Doing the NATA conference virtually. Is the VNATA going to be a friend or foe for you? Foe. You're saying it's foe. 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 Why foe? Uh, I just, I don't know. I like interacting with humans in, in person. I just really don't like we're doing a podcast huh. and so it's like pretty like stupid that I'm saying that but I really don't like I prefer to meet people. Yeah. And Ken- Kento just had the comment of the night. He said athletic trainers are like 3-in-1 <laughs> shampoo, conditioner and body wash. He's um, he's so right. Kento Why the that's hell not, do we not that's say not that? the game, yeah. Kento. But he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin Joy says, foe, can't drink as much on my agreed. couch as I do it. Agreed. I can't, I can't leave. I can't leave and go meet somebody in the middle of my virtual NATA downstairs for drinks and then go back for the end of the lecture. Um, I guess you could, but... Ed it's says, just not as fun. Ed says, full for networking, friend for educational. See, and I'm, I don't know. I, I still would rather sit in a, I'd, I'd rather sit in a lecture hall than watch something on my, on my computer. And like, now at least we're going to have more time to like watch more presentations, which is good. And more, you know, this on demand idea. Um, it sucks that like when you're in person, sometimes you have to choose what you want to do. Like, do you want to even not go to a presentation and you just want to go to the expo hall or do you really want to catch this presentation, but then maybe you're going to miss another presentation. That's a bummer. It doesn't happen often, but like it happens. Yeah. Yeah. This one's like, it's very limited. It has to be very limited. It's like, Hey, here's, here's the session. You're in or you're out. That's what she said. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I, 2019 was the first NATA that I've ever been to, and I had a freaking blast. Same here, yeah. But we had blast. Well, and this we'll get into the we'll get into that in our next segment. Um, here's the friend argument. Yeah. One, it's gonna say it's gonna save you money and time. 
It totally. You can still be with the family and get a little bit of this. You do not have to spend money on a, an airplane or transportation and a hotel. Does it take some of the fun away? Probably. What happens at conference stays at conference. I get mm. it, that kind of thing. But there is there is some friendliness to this. Yeah. I mean, there is. There there absolutely is. I think for the people that for the people that usually can't go to NATA, they can now because they can do things virtually. So, like, they can just yeah. jump in there when they can, even though they are still covering sports in the summer. Um, there's definitely an option now to interact. It just is virtually, which is just, it's just not my cup of tea. I, I just, I don't like it. I think um, one of the coolest experiences of my life was legitimately NATA in 2019. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a big moment for this podcast. It was a huge moment for this podcast. Huge, huge. Um, and we've been disappointed that the last year and this year has to be virtually because we've had yeah. such big hopes and expectations on how to advance this. Uh, which has gotten stalled because we haven't been able to to do this in person. But we go, we continue to go forward. Um, I will say that in comparison, I'm gonna I'm gonna go faux as well. I am looking forward to this week more than I was last week because I didn't know what to expect. And now that I last last year, I shouldn't say last week. Last year, I kind of saw how it operated. I have a little bit better idea of what I'm getting into. Uh, I think I'm just a little bit more prepared. Um, so I'm, it's a little bit more friendly than last year. But I would rather, I'd rather be there. And I'll get into it in our next segment. Sure. Yeah. So let's hop that way. Hop it. Our F, Mary and Kill, uh, VNATA edition. Um, so it sounds like virtually they've got three different uh, segments. There's the education component. There is the AT Expo segment. And then what they call Engage, which is going to be like their networking events virtually. Which is like the alumni stuff. and Yep. All, yep. Your, your alumni uh, events, your quiz bowls. Basically, any sort of get-together. Uh, so, that being said, why don't we F1, marry one, kill one, Kevin? Oh, my. I, I don't know. I think people are going to be... I'm going to marry the Expo. Why wouldn't I marry the Expo? No, this is the virtual Expo. Oh, we're talking all virtual. We're going to do the, the... Yep, this is the VMATA. Which makes Changes it a little bit more challenging because in a normal year, yeah. in fact, that's the reason why I said faux in the last segment is because there is no in-person expo. And that was the, that was the biggest thing was just what I would, I would spend hours. I would spend every day. I would skip all the sessions if I could just go hang out in the expo <laughs> and meet people. I think most people But would. now that that's not an option, it changes. It's a little bit of a game changer. Um... Hannah says she calls dibs on a chair if we have a booth next year in person. She'll bring her own microphone. I mean, you got it. We'll just let you know how long you can sit in it. 
That was meant. That was meant to be funny. You got another fortune cookie over there? Uh sure. Only if you go first on this FMK. Okay, I'll go okay. first. So, to be honest, uh, with these three, the education, the expo, and the engage, for me, it's pretty easy. I, I need, I need the CEUs, but I don't care. I'll, I can figure out a way to get CEUs anytime throughout the year. So, uh, Chad Henneberry, the athlete trainer, would probably need them, but Chad Henneberry, co-host of <laughs> Candid Athletic Training, is killing the education component of the VNATA. Wow. Especially if they're doing on-demand and I can catch them later. There's no reason for me to do those over the next three days. So I'm going to kill the education. Um, I would say the AT Expo is... Man, that's going to be really important. Um, this this is where it gets challenged, uh, a little bit more challenging. So the AT Expo and the Engage are both both important in terms of this podcast. One, we'd like to find more um, companies that want to work with athletic trainers. Maybe give us some discounts on products that we can offer to our members. So I'm very excited to go through the Expo and just get in contact, get contact information for these companies. And just see who's who's really looking to help athletic trainers because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna partner up here. So I think that's important. But the engage this last year was really kind of interesting how they had these little virtual booths where you can basically turn it into a um, a Teams meeting, a Zoom call. I would lo- if if any of the live streamers are gonna be over there the next couple of days, and maybe I'll put this on social media. Maybe on um, Wednesday if they have this and it's set up. I'll grab a table and we can all just hop on and just hang out. Grab a table? So they had these virtual That's what you have to do? virtual they had these virtual tables mm. where you could, it was kind of it was like a floor map like looking at a, a yeah a floor map like you would planning your wedding where sure. everyone's going to sit but they had these tables and you could join the table and it turned into a Zoom call. Okay. So that's kind of neat. That's very um neat. and so that I think I'm going to F with that because I want to check it out a little bit, see how it goes. And if I don't like it, I'll throw it back a little bit. You know, maybe it's just not <laughs> as good as I think it's going to be. So I'll F with the engage. Uh-huh. I won't marry the engage. Mm. I'm going to marry the expo because I, I think I know what I'm getting into there. And I think it's going to be really important for this podcast. And so there that's, those are my answers. I like that you broke it up as athletic trainer that works with athletes and athletic trainer that speaks into microphone. I'm so much more, <laughs> I, I'm using this more for the podcast than I am for myself. I, I, think, I care more about what we do on this show and how we can help other athletic trainers. That's all I care about. How can we give the listeners, the members, the best stuff? Yeah. That's all I care about right now. I think, I mean, and I think, I fully agree with you because mm, as nice as it is to get the CEUs from NATA, I think it's just not why I want to go there and I not even why I want to be on the virtual. Um, 100% the reason I want to be on the virtual at all is to meet people, whether it's the people in the expo, so whether it's vendors, or it is to meet 
um, possible listeners or people that maybe have heard of the podcast or people that have been listening to the podcast and they want to actually interact. Um, I mean, short plug, you know, CandidAthleticTraining.com, you might get a little membership and we're going to have some some fun little interactive uh, meetings coming up soon here that aren't just a live show and you can um, interact with us and ask us about anything you want or we can talk about all things not athletic training as well. But I am going to marry... Uh, I'm still going to marry the expo. I think, I think you're right. I think it's, um, I think it's where, where I want my, my effort and my, my commitment to be is to find more interactive ways to get people on this podcast. Yep. Um, and I agree. I think I'd F the engage because, I mean, when you're engaged. <laughs> How long were you engaged? Just over a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I have to, I, I think I have to kill the educational aspect of it. On And again, whether it's in person at the actual NITA conference or virtual no offense to everybody that's giving lectures. I hope you knocked it out of the park and it was um, something that you loved. I just, I don't very often get much education from those um, sessions. Old dog, new tricks. Yeah. That's who we are. We've, ta- we've talked about that numerous times. And I think it, it has a lot to do with why we aren't research people. And it's because... You're just pumping research back in my face, and that research is careful. Twelve years old. Careful what you pump back in the face. Ooh. So yeah, if you pick up one, I feel like if you pick up one or two little things at an educational talk, then it's worthwhile. Yeah. If you pick up one like little tidbit, but you're I like, think oh that's kind of cool. I didn't or like a refresher. At the same time, you're probably going to pick up like. 43 different people's business cards that could be your next opportunity yeah. in life or your next best friend. I have no idea. Yeah. We talked about this once before. I don't remember if it was last year with the virtual one or the year before coming off of this. Um, the networking side of this is so much more important. And the fact that they even have the education aside during the in-person conferences is a waste They should offer them all virtually the rest of, you have 51 weeks a year outside of the NATA conference to do CEUs. So, I mean, why are we doing CEUs the one week where we have the opportunity to all get together? It makes, it makes, it's, it makes no sense to me. Well, and I think what happens at NATA happens. I mean, you, it's, I totally agree with everybody that's been on here saying, I think Ed brought it up. Like, he said he's bringing Ripier. I'm in. There always should be everything that is in person at NATA, like from the educational standpoint, should be allowed. It should be virtual as well. Um, yeah. Now, or on I demand think, later. Yeah. 100%. Like, there's zero reason in today's day that we can't offer on demand education from NATA. All you have to do is just make sure that you show that you paid for the conference. 
whatever. And then, but the real value of that conference is interacting with humans. Well, most of, I believe, the NATA, uh, what do they call it? When you when you become a, when you're a member, you get yep. ten CEUs. Yep. They, I think that's where most of the presentations are from. Oh, really? It's just oh. re- pre-recorded from previous conferences, and then they just put them up. So it should just be done. It, it you sh- you're going to get your ten free ones anyways. So now now they might be running into the dilemma. Well, shoot, everyone's paid and done this virtually already. How are they going to do this again when they put them up? in their video library for the members. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think hot take, you know, Hannah here, like the way to make more money and care about your athletic trainers is to do that. Like to make all of those lectures available Mm -hmm. and like beat those 10 free CEUs, whatever. Like, I don't know. Also make them, five of them can be listening to the Canada athletic training podcast. Yeah. And that's on, that's, that's on our agenda is figure out how, take. well, that is a hot take. Kevin and I have been kicking around the idea of how we can, what we can do to offer our members CEUs, whether we have to come up with our own program or if we can I'm, sublet that out to somebody else. And do like a co-op where we collaborate with someone and we offer their CEUs for being a member. Well, I'm sure that's our, we're, that's, I'm sure our that's thousands, our, yeah. thousands of listeners, if they like, if we said, oh, we'll give you 50% of our profit, like, then yeah, yeah. I'm sure then they'd be, then he'd totally be down for it. <laughs> so no offense, NATA, love you, but well, love you, but yeah, we're, we're, we're going to. Make it happen. Can't wait for 2022. No shit. All right. Very good. Uh, Should we do our feature topic? If you want. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, you're holding. I thought thought you were pointing at something. I'm like, what? What am I I supposed to be looking at? And you're just holding your... I was going to do a little dance, but then I hit my mic. There's a question for you on the live stream. Yes, Hannah. Well, I, so right now, um, the whole, the educational platform, I mean, you. Why don't you read it for the people who aren't on the live stream? So Hannah asked if my company. Structural Elements. Structural Elements would be able to supply CEUs at some point. Um, I'm working with the rest of my company to try and become a BOC approved provider. Um, there's a lot of things going on right now. So, it, it, you know, it's not necessarily at the top of the list, unfortunately. Um, that being said, you know, anything that is athletic training related can be counted as whatever category D D right. And I think we do have like, there's a limit, right? I think there's 10, 20 that I don't remember. It might, it actually might be 20 CEUs. Um, now here's actually, I think it is 10, even if it's 10, I think the only thing that, and what I've always been afraid of is putting something on there. That's not an approved BOC provider. And now all of a sudden you get audited and now you have to like 
have all your paperwork and blah, 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 blah. And I, so I've told the powers above me that that is what goes on in an athletic trainer's head. So we should become a BLC approved provider. Um, short story before we get into the topic. I mean, so I have a link. It's a 30 day free trial to kind of learn a little bit more of what I do on a daily basis, what my clinic, the clinic that I own, um, and the other clinics that are associated with mine, um, what we do on a daily basis. I have a link for that. If you want it, I would love to give it to you. It's on our website. It's right on our website. Um, CanadaAthleticTraining.com. And if you want to talk about any more of like what it looks like and not just look at a link and even if you, you know, you have some hesitations, I would gladly get on a call, get on an email chain, whatever it is. Um, we can talk about it because it's a very cool educational process that I think a lot of athletic trainers should know. Um, I will also say, you know, the Canada Athletic Training Boys, um, along with, you know, a little bit more of me, but like we're going to be, we're going to have a little ad in the NATA news next week or next month in July. The, the, the magazine that's coming out in July is all about entrepreneurship. And so there's going to be a little tiny, not necessarily a feature, but just a little ad page of what, um, structural elements is. And you're going to, you're going to get to see the back of my head, um, working on somebody. So look for that. I mean, you know, I'll sign, I'll sign copies of it in 2022, but anyway, (laughs) anybody else have any questions? Um, no. Uh, well, Abby needs a, Abby is, uh, signed up for MedBridge, hopefully using the candid discount code. I hope so. I hope so. Hopefully she used the candid discount code to get $175 off. We need to get her up to speed on how to use MedBridge. So we will help her out with that. Yeah. There's a, so if you click, if you click our link on our website, it'll take you to signing up for MedBridge. Um, when you sign up for MedBridge through our link, you will get $175 off. From there, um, your membership just gets you access to hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of hours of CEU uh, possibilities. Um, it's like a buffet. You pick and choose yeah. what you want to learn. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Most of the time, I get my... Um, the... What, what the research based? What what am I? Evidence evidence based evidence based. I'm sorry, <laughs> so I was losing important the word. to us. We couldn't even yeah. remember evidence based. I get most of my evidence based off of MedBridge, um, and they do a, they do a nice job of putting up a, a wide variety of. Stuff. They do, they do, and they they also like when you do an evidence based class. You know, it's it's a little bit dry, but at the same time, you know what? You do a couple a couple hours a week or one hour a week for the next 10 weeks and then you're done with it. You know, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, it's not like, it's not the cheapest thing in the world to be a MedBridge member. So to get $175 off is pretty valuable. Um, you get a little more bang for your buck as far as each of those CEUs go. And then, yeah, if you have any other questions, just let us know. All right, Kevin. Yeah. Lead us. Ask me. Lead us. Intro us on this uh, this feature topic. Okay, Shohei Otani. Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? I know who it is. Okay, so I think most of 
the athletic world is figuring out who Shohei Otani is. Most of the baseball world knows yeah. who it is. But if you're a I baseball mean, person. He's, he's a ba- he's a he's a professional baseball player. He's a professional baseball player that's kind of doing something that we haven't seen since like 1920. Very unique. Yeah. He is a pitcher. He's a pitcher and a position everyday player. position player. Um, usually and don't do both. You usually don't do both. And he is dominating on both sides of the uh, of the Are game. Are his numbers good? I think I think so. The last I looked, he was you know you would have him. I'm just on, gonna look it up. You would have him on your team for sure. His last ten games, I think he has like ten home runs or something like that. Um, Jesus. So what it like? What's interesting is I so I listened to another podcast that that, that talked that has talked about him a few times and that he's the I mean he's the best baseball player in the world right now. I mean, you can't argue that oh, there's anybody better. His team is really bad. Well, his team's horrible. It's 500. Yeah. But the, you can't argue that a guy that I think the last time I looked, he had a sub-3 RA as a starting pitcher, and he also was leading the league in, like, home runs and hitting, like, 290 or something. He's hitting 272. Okay, 272. With 23 home runs yeah. and 10 stolen bases. Okay. 40 runs scored, 54 RBIs in 67 games. That's good. That's very, very good. That's very so You know, and here's another thing. 10 games if pitched. He's, if he's hitting 270-something this year, like, nobody's hitting 270 this year. The whole the whole thing with, like, the pitchers and the illegal substances, like, yeah. I mean, that stuff's real right now. Like, hitting is down right now. And this guy's hitting, like, 480-foot home runs and also throwing 100 miles an hour for six innings. What's his ERA? 2.7. 2.7. games pitched, 53 innings pitched, so just, you know, five. Well, he's averaging just five over innings. five innings a game. They're, a one, they're a saving one, a, l- a little bit. With 73 strikeouts, though. So. Huh. So in 53 innings, that's good. He's, that's he's really doing good. really good. He's like, going to be, he could be an all-star pitcher and an all-star yes. hitter. Like, we'll just you, say that. You, you can make the argument right now that he is, he's a one-man show that is the best, he's the best baseball player in the world right now. And now that we've bored everyone with some yeah. baseball talk, so, we'll, we'll do a candid sports talk. We're bringing, like bringing this into the athletic training world. Okay. Um, Here so we go. I heard a conversation on another podcast that I listened to of that this guy's going to blow up. He cannot maintain this pace. And all I wanted to do is like have a conversation with these other people of, well, maybe and maybe not. And so as an athletic trainer – when we are having these athletes that are so good at everything, um, when like when do we step in, and is it our job to step in to like actually say okay maybe we should save some bullets, maybe um, maybe there is too much stress here. What are we using to calculate that? What are we even like because this isn't just the professional athlete. This is also the seventeen-year-old kid that is the best pitcher on his team, and he's also the best hitter on his team. He's the shortstop, and he's the starting pitcher on Friday, right? I mean, there is more evidence actually in the younger population than the older population, but there just happens to be this guy that's in Major League Baseball that's doing it. Or your athlete in the high school setting who was playing multiple sports. Uh-huh. He's, he's doing multiple things. So what's the conversation of... um? Where does an athletic trainer step in? Uh, do they step in? And is it appropriate for us to step in? 
um, of, hey, you're doing too much? Or, you know, do you have a conversation with the manager of the Los Angeles Angels and say, you know, we're not seeing any signs that somebody's, that Shohei is breaking down, but why don't we preemptively um, start him every seven days instead of every five days? Uh, it's okay. Steven Strasburg, you know, I, I don't know what was that like eight years ago or something like that. Oh, was, I think it was more than that. Yeah, it was. I mean, he was he was coming off a of Tommy John, just like Shohei Otani is, um, where he they shut him down after 175 innings of the year, and then he wasn't available for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it was a big controversy because maybe that was the only time that you would ever be able to pitch in the playoffs. Maybe it was the only time you'd ever be have a chance to win a World Series. Um, luckily for them, they did. Yeah. Luckily a few years later. Yeah. Um, I think it's a real thing that one happens in professional athlete, professional athletics as an athletic trainer. So if you want a little insight into professional athletics, um, the athletic trainers are relied on of what's the workload and are we, are we doing a little too much now? Do your coaches and do your managers and so so forth, your front office, listen to you? No idea. Some do, some don't. But is, is this a conversation that more athletic trainers should be prepared for? Um, I have a couple athletic trainers that reach out to me and ask about particularly baseball stuff, but even just workload things. Um because they're having conversations about a 16-year-old kid. Dad wants him to play, and this is I'm being very generic. Sometimes it's mom, but like dad wants him to play this fall. But is it smarter that he does he skips the fall baseball season and just focuses on the spring season because he's got something going on in his elbow? And should he be like what's this line of like too much and what's this line of shutting down what's this line of um actually the importance of being involved in the sport even like at that age like do you you have time do you want to have a hurt shoulder for the rest of your life um so forth those are real conversations that also have not happen on the pro level do you want to destroy your shoulder so that for the rest of your life, anytime you play fetch or with your dog or or play catch with your kids, like your shoulder hurts? I mean, it's that's a real thing that somebody has to evaluate because not everybody's making $27 million a year. And not every kid is going to get a scholarship. So, Shohei, can we learn something from what's going on with this young man that's the Best in baseball right now. Here's my thoughts. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't step in. Okay. You. What do we? T- we have to tell the athlete they have to listen to their body. Um. It wasn't too long ago where in that particular sport, things were different. Now you can say we've evolved. Maybe you can, you would say back in the day that they were just tougher. I don't know. So the workload used to be more 30, 40 years ago. 
um, again, to me, it, that's irrelevant. Our job is to help when um, something happens. So my, my answer is I'm not stepping in unless we start to see signs of something. Um, I guess the counter argument of that is preventative medicine, preventative um, injury management, whatever. <clears throat> but we, but we're just playing percentages or we're guessing. Um, but maybe there's. Oh, so you said the Steven Strasberg example. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know that Steven Strasberg would have for sure gotten hurt had he continued to pitch more. There's no a chance he doesn't. Yep. It's the same. We don't. Know, we can't predict the first injury. Nonetheless, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth injury. You can't. All you can do is respond to what the athlete is saying if they are in tuned to their body. If they are in tuned to their body would be the, the caveat there. If you have a high school kid or a professional athlete that doesn't know jack about how to talk about how they feel and you see a movement pattern that looks really, really bad and is putting them at risk and they say, oh, no, I feel great. Well, yeah, but you move like shit. Then maybe. But if the athlete, one, moves functionally well, and two, is in tune to their body and is at least a halfway above the neck decent communicator, like head on their shoulders, like has some sort of common sense, Mm -hmm. unless they're telling me something's going on, I'm not stepping in. Okay. So what... um Go back to sports talk here, and you're you're on you know ESPN, and they're they're interviewing you, and they're like, Chad, you've worked in baseball at a high level for 27 years. Do you think Shohei Otani is going to blow out? What do you think? Anywhere, hamstring, elbow, shoulder, whatever it is. Do you, do you think do you think his workload is too high? No. Okay. I don't think you can predict that. Oh, okay. Um, I, okay. Here, okay. If you do more, are you more likely? I mean, it's, it's a, it's a numbers game, I guess. Sure. If you drive your car a hundred thousand miles or you drive your car 10,000 miles, the chances are, if you drive your car a hundred thousand miles, one, you might get into an accident or two, the parts are going to break down quicker. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. That that's reasonable. Could also have a lemon at 10,000 miles. Correct. Mm -hmm. You don't know. And the NBA, the workload management thing, drives everyone crazy right now. You you need every fourth game off. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Why? I don't know. Do you? Sure. I guess if your body's telling you. But we don't know what's real and what's not anymore in injury reports. No, we don't. In the NBA, in the NFL, like the injury reports have changed, like all that stuff. So, again, it goes back to one, is the athlete, do they move well enough that they're not putting them, like you cannot physically see that they're putting themselves at risk. Yeah. Two, can they be honest with themselves and then with you that, uh, with how they're feeling? If those, both those things check out, I am not stopping the athlete. 
I think what's interesting is, um, and some of the people on the, sorry, the, some of the people, the comments in the live stream are that yeah. most athletes, especially younger athletes are not good about knowing. No, they cannot communicate. That's, that is the caveat. So are we supposed to step in and say, Hey, you, you're an idiot. I know better. I don't know. I mean, I think that's where the, the beauty of what we do lies and that like if you really want to be a kick-ass athletic trainer to me you better know how the body moves and not just how to evaluate after an injury um because then you might be able to do both you might be able to catch some of these kids before um they get too far down a rabbit hole of causing an injury because they are pitching and they're also playing every day and in left field or center field um but I also, th- and I think that is on us. I think it's, it is on our profession to show that we are the elite at recognizing that kind of stuff. Now, at the same time, I don't think that means like you are obligated to prevent an all-star ca- capable athlete from competing at every level that they can compete at. I think it's I think it's beautiful that there is an athlete out there right now that is dominating on both sides of the field. Yeah. And let let's let it happen. Now, I have full trust and hope and you know just fingers crossed that like he gets through it and that inspires so many more athletes to be more than one dimensional. At the same time, even if it is in one sport, um, I do think that we're we're reaching new heights in athletes. I mean, seeing some of the so my my background being track and field, seeing some of these times and distances that are happening in the track and field world with the um, Olympic trials going on right now, and like in Wisconsin here, like. It, we just had sectionals and, you know, state, the state championship is coming up, um, state meet. And I think it's amazing to see what people are doing with proper training and proper movement of their body. But it, I do think as athletic trainers, we do need to be on the forefront of guiding people that way. And so that we are recognizing that, you know, maybe this training style is leading to increased performance, but it's also in- increasing the likelihood of injury. Um, maybe this kind of workload is in it, it's producing more wins on my select baseball team in the summer, and it's it's getting me more attention to being a college prospect. But at the same time, if I get to college and I'm already burned out and by my sophomore year, I suck and I never play again. What's the my the school's gonna be like? Okay, um, that was a waste of money. So, I think it's a it's this forever like changing and something that we need to like always be on top of as athletic trainers is workload management, but then also recognizing when maybe our athletes are in a little bit of a bad situation that could lead them to an injury. Now I'm totally a proponent of like, go out there and do your stuff and you just, but we need to have conversations all the time. And that's what I used to tell all of my athletes in baseball, particularly in the minor leagues. I'm never going to hold you out of a game. I'm never going to stop you 
because on your FMS score, it was a 14. All I'm going to do is say that me and you need to have more conversations. Yeah. I just thought, I just thought of a, uh, real life scenario. Like at, at the school I work at, we have uh, a female athlete who is, uh, was on the soccer team and women's basketball team. And she has been able to do both at a very, 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 very high level. And I have never seen her not once in the athletic training room over five years. Not once has she even come into the athletic training room. I, I take that back. Maybe one time. Just to say hi to you? Just to get Gatorade. Cool. Um, I, I think in six years of playing two sports, Division One at a, a very high level, so I don't I don't necessarily see where it has to have there has to be a breakdown. It doesn't there there you just don't know. There's going to be outliers. It's everything is a bell curve. All the time. Otani could be uh I can't think of the word right now. Uh sorry, three standard deviations to the right. The most extreme athlete we've ever seen. A unicorn? He could be a unicorn. <laughs> he could pitch two hundred innings and get five hundred at bats and never break down. We don't know. Maybe. So why would we step in and say, "Hey, you're you're you need to do less"? I don't get it. Now, again, there are scientists and researchers that will, you know, I I know heart rate variability is a thing and all sure. this stuff. Sure. There We're, are there are factors yeah, and pre screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does not mean jack. It doesn't. Nope. It, there's no certainties. So, again, I'm I'm for you know what. Do as much as you can, and when we need to make a change, we'll make a change. And if I need to help, we'll help. Yeah. So, I that that's that's all I've got to say. Sorry. Yeah. No, I like it. I'm I'm on the actually on the same wavelength. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think on the in the younger population, we need to not necessarily hold them out of sports. We just need to make sure that they're moving efficiently. Um, and I think even your player at your athlete at UWM, like I bet she's pretty darn efficient in a lot of things that she does. So the best athlete I've ever seen. And I mean, and, and that's where it's just evidence that we always need to make more efficient bodies. And so therefore, you know, whether it's baseball or whether it's basketball, soccer, you know, track and field, make things efficient, you'll reduce injuries no matter what I promise you. Um, and you know, you can only control what you can control. Yep. Right? Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. You want to shut it down? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening tuning in to episode 129 here. It's fun. Did you read your Did you read your last cookie? No, I didn't. Mine said, honesty, honesty will reward you well yeah. in your pants. <laughs> nobody's honest <laughs> nobody's honest in their pants find a peaceful place where you can make plans for the future <laughs> pants. oh that's a great one yeah I like that one so uh, go ahead check out our website check out the shop yep. check out the memberships you uh, know what else you should check of- out is the friends of the show yeah check out those friends of the show yeah I mean not only do we have healthy roster as a main like sponsor of this show but 
Structural Elements, where I work. Um, currently own my clinic and is I'm just kicking ass at everything and I'm not afraid to tell you but at the same time go to MedBridge get yourself $175 off also go to dry needling right master dry needling get $75 off a, a class with them um, and then you know we have a bunch of other friends on there that and, should be looked at and hopefully after this week we're gonna have a bunch more so I so many more so many more so many companies that need to be partnering with us so so uh, get yourself a membership so you can help us out and you can give us topics to talk about we want to know what you want to hear us talk about um candomanias and full full johnson's and whole shebangs you can tell us whatever the heck you want those wet your whistles bump it up a little bit and then we'll you can tell us what to talk about CandidAthleticTraining.com, Candid underscore ATC, social media platforms. He's Chad. I'm Kevin. See y'all next week. Bye.